This is CJ Kinane for Esoterica, a short feature which delves into the realms of the extraordinary. And today, I'd like to share with you my response to a question, which was, how do you keep people who are critical of you in your life without going crazy or ditching them altogether? I've really struggled with this, coming to the conclusion that there's no person or group with whom I agree 100%. If my litmus test for allowing others in my life is their agreement with all aspects of everything I do and think, then no one would pass, and I'd be forever a party of one. And while I value my personal space, I'm also a social creature who makes a mean martini. So, I've found some things that work well for me, and have allowed me to maintain and enjoy my long-standing relationships and make new ones as well. One. I take what I love about someone, or even a group, and keep it, and I respect, yea may not engage in, the rest of it, doing my best to honor and respect their way in the world. After all, this is also what I want from them. 2. I practice being me. I try not to hide what I think and feel, and I strive to openly share while at the same time doing my best not to force on folks my thoughts and ideas. I try to just share the truth as I see it, and respect the truth as others see it, too. 3. I work on not needing external agreement and approval for the things I do and say. This creates space, I think, for me to simply be who I actually am. 4. I try not to proselytize. If I'm excited about something, I'll mention it. If there's interest, I'll elaborate. And if there's not, I'll try to leave it at that. I don't want to be one of those folks trying to foist my ideas or beliefs, taking it personally when people don't just drop everything and agree with me. I'd rather not need their approval or their quick conversion to my way of thinking. Then I can enjoy and explore their point of view and maybe learn something new in the process. And even if I don't, it's far better than creating upset over someone's lack of approval or agreement with me. 5. I've learned there's no right and no wrong. That means I've had to accept that my way is not necessarily better. Who knows? Better? Worse? Right? Wrong? I think these absolutes do not actually exist. You and I, we don't have to find the same things beneficial or the same things detrimental to be friends. I like this freedom and try to extend it by not assuming I've got it right and you've got it wrong. Even if you like Donald Trump or you voted for Hillary then I've nothing to prove and nothing to lose, which is a great relief. 6. I've given up making judgments. I sometimes feel I know what's best for someone, and in the past was not beyond trying to annoyingly rescue them with it. Then one day it occurred to me, I really don't know what's best for anyone. Who knows where a person is going, what their life will look like from the perspective of their final breath, or the perspective of just next week? Incredible things have come from some seemingly messy or incomprehensible places. Someone may look to us like they're making poor choices, or even like they're hell-bent on destruction. But it's their life, not mine. I think I give people something pretty amazing when I recognize that, giving them the same acceptance I crave myself. In the end, we are masters of only ourselves. When we invite other masters in to share our lives, we give them something priceless when we accept them, warts, weirdness, and all. 
and in no way, of course, means we have to join them in adventures we find uncomfortable. We can always opt out of these things, and I do, but I think that whatever our pursuits, whatever our passions, they are meant to be witnessed to some extent and shared via the simple act of being strong in who we are, following what makes sense to us, and at the same time, being easy with each other, respecting the wild and varied paths we each take to get to wherever it is we're going. This is CJ Kinney for Esoterica. Thanks for listening.